Hello again, and thanks for listening to the verse of the day. I've got a great verse for you. We're going to be back in the book of Galatians for the next couple of days this week. I love this book of the Bible because it is all about the grace of God. And it's the grace of God that sustains us, that upholds us, that enables us to approach God. Where would we be without the grace of God. And the book of Galatians is Paul's defense of his gospel and the goodness and the majesty of the grace of God. Today we are going to be in chapter 1, and we're going to do verses 6 and 7. And Paul, writing to the Galatians, says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Verse 7, not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. Now, one of the things that is very unique and distinct about this letter that Paul writes in Galatians is that there isn't a rather lengthy introduction uh, building up his readers. You know, normally Paul writes about, uh, before he gets to the meat of why he is writing, he'll spend some time encouraging, building up uh, the people who are going to receive his teaching and instruction. And then he brings some items of concern and some correction. But in Galatians, Paul... He, he is so fired up immediately. He launches into without a lengthy introduction, without any building up of the Galatian church, he launches into the meat and the heart of the issue that was facing that church. And it was a serious, serious issue. He had to get to it quickly. It was so serious that he didn't even bother to write this lengthy introduction like he normally did. And there's some really interesting assertions that Paul is making about the Galatian church immediately. And the first one he says is that he is astonished. He is shocked. He cannot believe the reports that he is hearing, that they have deserted Christ that they have deserted him who called them by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. What an accusation. What a statement. I mean, I pray, I pray with all of my heart that that type of accusation could never be made against me. Think about that. Think about if someone examined your life And after they thoroughly examined you and your life, they came to the conclusion that you had deserted Christ and were following a different gospel. Wow. Wow. What a serious accusation. Paul goes on to say, not that there is any other gospel to follow. There's really only one gospel. There's really only one legitimate good news. That's what the word gospel means. What he's saying is not that there's really any other good news, but the gospel, the good news that I preach to you. Nevertheless, there are some who trouble you 
and want to distort the gospel of Christ. That there are some people alive in this world whose desire is to distort the good news of Jesus Christ and to lead believers, Christians, astray and into error. That there are people who wake up and spend their lives with the full intention of bringing deception and deceit and confusion into people's faith. Paul asserts that to follow, quote-unquote, another gospel is to, in fact, desert Christ. So what is another gospel? And what, what was the other gospel that the Galatians had received? Well, we know that after Paul had ministered to these people, to Galatia, and he left, that there were some false apostles who came in and brought a false teaching to this church. And it was a troubling teaching. And what they were teaching was that the grace of God is not enough to save you. That God's grace is not enough to cover your sins. That God's grace is not enough to justify you. That you have to add to God's grace some of your own works. That the work of Christ on the cross was actually not finished. That when Jesus said, it is finished, what they were teaching is that there's actually a P.S. No, it's not finished. There's stuff that you have to do to earn your right standing before God. And essentially what it boiled down to was they were teaching that you have to not only accept Christ, but that you also have to follow the Old Testament law. And specifically where the Galatians were getting hung up, and I can imagine why, is that after Paul left, there were some of these Jewish false apostles who came in and were telling the men that if you really want to be saved, you have to be circumcised. (laughs) I think at that point, I would have said, wait a second, <laughs> can we write Paul? Can we write the guy that told us about Jesus? We, we want to be really sure about this before we move forward. And so Paul writes them and he says, no, there is no other gospel. The grace of God is sufficient for salvation. That the finished work of Christ on the cross truly is finished and sufficient to save sinners. And there's no other work that we have to do. All we must do is turn from sin and trust in him. All we must do is put our faith in Jesus because we are saved, not by our own works, not on our own merit, not by our own goodness, but by faith alone through grace alone. How wonderful is that good news? How good is that good news? The moment we deviate from that message, we are pursuing another gospel. The moment we try to earn our own salvation, we're pursuing another gospel, and it is not good news. 
the good news, the greatest news, is that we are saved by the grace of God. Amen? Amen. I love the book of Galatians. It's one of my favorite books, and I'm looking forward to spending a couple more days as we go through chapter one this week. Thank you so much for listening. It truly is an honor uh, that you would listen as I open up a Bible verse each weekday. And I want you to know that I'm praying for you and that I love you and that I know that if you're walking with Jesus, your best days are ahead.